Listener Production. This podcast was recorded on the ancient lands of the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation in Australia. I wish to acknowledge their rich and continuing culture and especially pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging and to acknowledge and pay respect to any First Nations people from anywhere in the world who may come to hear this podcast. We hope that we may all come to walk with gentle feet, strong minds and compassionate hearts in this global village. Happy 2024. This is Maggie Dent, parenting educator, author and champion of boys and men, just dropping into your ears to wish you a wonderful start to the new year. This is part of my special, The Good Enough Dad's Guide to the Summer Holidays. And that's exactly what I'm giving you tips on today. How do you survive, oh, even better, how do you thrive during the summer holidays with kids? Or if you're on the other side of the world, how do you survive your winter break around Christmas? One of the big things you're going to struggle with as your kids are around home more and around their siblings more, yeah, it's our siblings fighting. Now, you do know that that's actually a normal part of development, that we all get on each other's nerves at times. However, you need to keep an eye on it that it's where it's normal and then when it's not. So when there's a real intention to cause harm to one of the other siblings, whether it's physically, emotionally or verbally, we step in with the biggest swagger on earth and go, we don't do that in this house. Absolutely step right up. Secondly, the niggling, niggly bit, every now and then I think it might be a chance for us. Sometimes they need a growing up to come in and deliver a plate full of fresh fruit or something because sometimes something that changes the energy of the moment can actually mean that whatever they were squabbling over is just not that important, but the food suddenly becomes it. Or you might say, come on, looks like it's time for a swim. Look, looks like it's time for going outside. So again, we can help them in ways, but it is it, it is pretty normal, unfortunately. Now, if they come out and say to you, I'm bored because once again, you're being a responsible parent and you are giving them certain amounts of time that they could be on their screens and the other time they need to be in the real world. So when they come out, I'm going to give you my absolute best tip. You have a, a big long list of chores that need to be done around the house and as soon as they mention that, you just point to it and say, well, which one of these would you like to do first? I can tell you now, they'll disappear before you can blink and they'll be doing something else I know, it's terrible. It worked like a treat. What things can we do? I talked at one of our very first ones about the importance of rituals, family rituals and things that we do quite often. So as we're in holidays, I want you to remember back to being locked up in COVID. What sorts of things did you do that brought the family together when everything was really, really crappy? Were there some movie afternoons where you ate far too much popcorn? Was there a go slow day? We stayed in our pyjamas until lunchtime and ate a big, long, leisurely breakfast and then played, you know, Spot It or Monopoly or anything else. In other words, we all just chilled. And I think another really good idea, if you can do it kind of if things well before the holidays start, is put a vision board up and ask your kids to put up ideas of what they would like to do somewhere in the holidays. So they can take, you know, cut out a photo of the museum or they can cut out a photo of going fishing or they can cut out or they draw it. So what you've got is a vision board with great lots of ideas and you can check in. 
what are we doing today? Should we have a crack at that? And my other big one, if those of you who are lucky enough to be on a holiday where you go away for your holiday, just remember it can wobble a lot of your kids. You know, their familiar environment, their bed, their bedroom, their toys, their dog, all of that's gone. So they can be a little bit trickier until they settled into a new space. And don't over plan your days. I know you think that we're going to go to the museum, we're going to go to the animal park, we're going to go and sometimes that's just too much for kids. So choose one, do it well, and I reckon you're going to get more success and happier kids. So remember, go slow some days. And remember, TV is not an enemy. As long as your kids can't get into the all the streaming services, some days... Let them have the TV and take the iPad off because sometimes they can see stuff on an iPad that you don't want them to be seeing, but there's very rarely that they can do that on our mainstream free-to-air TV. So when you can, choose the chill-out moments, kick back, relax, and enjoy as many moments with your kids as you can. Give yourself a pat on the back for the days that go great and just let go of the ones that don't because we're all humans. And we're all kind of having good days and bad days. But I'm going to tell you that somewhere in this break, can you make some magic moments that your kids will remember for life? And yes, it might be when you burnt all the sausages because you got distracted. Or it might be when you did the bommie in the pool and you wet everybody, including your grandparents, and they weren't happy. It might be when you played the most brilliant game of beach cricket. I'm going to say, making memories that matter doesn't have to cost a lot of money. And next week, I'll be back with my final instalment of the Good Enough Dad's Guide to the Summer Holidays. I'll be talking about how you ease back into work and school life. See you then.